Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Fawn360 Podcast, motherfuckers. I'm your host, as always, Mario, outside the wire, Aguirre. Uh, and today we get a little serious on this show. We got a great guest, um, but as always, um, or actually more recently, we are now doing our sponsors at the top of the show, trying to be a little bit more professional, if you will. Uh, first up, we've got Arizona Veterans Security. Their mission is uh, to provide our clients with unparalleled professional services that our clients have come to know and expect. We pledge to serve and protect those who have entrusted us with their safety and security. Our loyalty to our clients is found nowhere else in this profession. Uh, this company was actually started by a good friend of mine a few years back. Uh, so if you need uh, security for your events, they do concerts, they do uh, big celebrations, parties, um, giant events. I mean, they do basketball games, baseball games, football games all over the valley. Um, and I believe all over the state too. So if you've got a, a, a big enough job for them, they will take care of it for you. And they are also hiring veterans and their family members. So if you're looking for a job or even just a part-time job for the holidays, um, this is a great opportunity. A uh, bunch of great people there. Um, Chris is a great guy uh, and all the other uh, folks that work there as well. I've met uh, quite a few of them too, all veterans or, or family members, so they understand the culture. All right, once again, that's Arizona Veteran Security, and you can find them at azveteran.com, or you can call them at 623-512-0152. All right, whether you're looking for employment as a security uh, guard, or if you need security for one of your events, uh, hit them up. And next up is, of course, Justo's Gym Feels Like Family. You want to know um, uh, a place, a friendlier place, you're not going to find one. Uh, this place right here, uh, not only is Justo a walking billboard, he can get you in the right kind of shape. If you want to get bigger, you want to get stronger, faster, whatever it is, he can come up with a diet plan for you. Um, place is amazing, always spotless, and uh, it, it really is like family, whether whether it's actually family members there of Justo's or just the the, the clients, uh, everyone's super friendly to you. Uh, they all know each other very well. Um, Close-knit group. Uh, you can always find them at justosgym.com. They're based out of Tempe, Arizona. So go find them, justosgym.com. Justo's Gym feels like family. Of course, we've got year-round Patriot. Right now, we've got some holiday stuff going out. We got some woodwork, patriotic artwork, digital work, paintings. Um, we've got our wooden patch plaques. What those are is I'll take your military um, patches, your favorite patches, combat patch, whatever, and uh, we'll turn it into a, 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 a plaque, a wooden plaque. So, uh, or if you're a family member or a friend of a veteran who wants one, uh, you can get it from over the holidays. Check us out uh, on Facebook. Like always, I don't have a website because I don't want to work that hard. But um, we do have some outstanding um, uh, wooden, um, uh, what do you call it, artwork for you, year-round patriot. Uh, find us on Facebook or, like always, just go to Fallen 360's uh, Facebook page and you can find our links there as well. I would also like to give a shout out to my buddy and founder of Vets for Biz. You produce, we promote, we got your six. That's his slogan, and he really does have your six. If you have a veteran business, owned business, 
Uh, he will promote it for you. You can find him at vetsforbiz.us and check out all the different stuff he's got to offer, all the different things he can do for you. Awesome guy. He's truly out there in the community. He wants to help you. Uh, he just wants to help the veteran community out uh, however he can. So go check them out. Once again, Chris Flowers at Vets for Biz at vetsforbiz.us. And I also want to give a shout out to uh, Crystal Reedy, who runs the Healthy Mason Jar. She's actually doing a toy drive um, this Saturday, November 17th, from 2 to 4 p.m. You can find her at uh, healthymasonjar.com or the Facebook page. Uh, page healthy mason jar um and of course fallen 360 we always promote her shit as well um i love crystal uh she's my favorite veteran uh for more reasons than one um anyways uh so if you guys know you know so uh go check out healthy mason jar uh come bring a toy and she will feed you for free well, not for free, you know, you're going to have to give up a toy. Uh, and this is going uh, for Arizona for children. So this is going to help foster kids have a good Christmas. All right. So we will be donating to Arizona for children. Uh, the location is on the Facebook page. There's actually an event uh, that she put together. Uh, let me see. The address is actually 1020 North Horn. Mesa, Arizona, 85203. But it's best if you just go on the Healthy Mason Jar Facebook page, look at the events. Um, that's going on November 17th. So in other words, bring a toy to that location and Crystal and the Healthy Mason Jar will feed you for free. All right. With that being said, uh, we have a great show for you today. Uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we get serious on this one. We interviewed uh, the awesome, amazing uh, Brianna dill like the pickle and uh she's an awesome lady uh she's got a great story uh she's got a lot of knowledge to share she's out there in the community trying to help other veterans as well we touched on a lot of different subjects but one of the main things uh touched on uh veteran suicide you know and what are some of the things that we can do uh to to assist and to help people uh get out of that funk and get our veterans and family members out there in the community being part of the community again and and um, not thinking that suicide is the only answer. So before we start, uh, I just want to give out uh, a phone number here. So Veterans Crisis Line, many of you may have heard this or not, uh, but if you haven't, uh, Veterans Crisis Line is there to help out your veterans uh, and even family members. Anyone who has any questions for resources, you can call this number. Uh, it is 1-800-273-8 two five five and press one uh for veterans so you can get straight to somebody that can help you out um so once again if you're a family member or a veteran who's struggling uh, or you know somebody that's struggling you can call this number for that person as well and get some answers and some resources once again that's the veterans crisis line 1-800-273-8255 you can also text which is an awesome option on here. Not a lot of people want to call and talk to somebody. You can actually text somebody as well. So a lot of great uh, things going on uh, with the Veterans Crisis Line. Check them out. Uh, see for yourself. Go on to the veteranscrisisline.net uh, to go see what other stuff is going on in that world. But I encourage you guys to look out after each other, help each other out, uh, push this number out, make sure that uh, everybody has a way to, to reach somebody. All right? You all take care and enjoy the show. Fall in! You got to stop looking back. Only you get looking back is a stiff neck. 
Listen, there's only one flavor to a margarita, and it ain't strawberry. You know, find social groups, hang out with like-minded people. We're gonna talk about whatever the fuck we wanna talk about. How's that? Have you ever had a corned beef taco with mustard? All right, all right. Everybody take a knee, drink some water. I know you all wanna get the fuck out of here, so let's get this show started. All right, hello and welcome everybody to our next episode of Fallen 360. We have uh, with us, is it, uh, I know I asked you, Brianna? Brianna. Brianna. It's one of those Annas. Yeah. It's a Brianna. Um, And then your last name is Dill? It's Dill like the pickle. Like the pickle. Um, So welcome to the show. Uh, In case you're all wondering what she's doing here, uh, Brianna. Um, is a veteran as well, uh, but she's also got some stuff she's going to share with us. She's working on some cool projects. Uh, we met um, um, on Facebook um, as she was doing some of this, uh, developing some of these pro- uh, projects. Uh, you're doing some raffles, getting ready for uh, some big events coming up next year, right? Some things that, that you came up with. Um, she's going to share some of this information with you, uh, but... Just so you guys know, um, as those things come up on Facebook, uh, make sure to follow her. Where can they follow you? So right now they can follow us on Facebook, and it's Female Veteran Fundraising Ride, or on Instagram, and it's Female Veteran underscore Fundraising Ride. All right, and also you can always look them up on Fallen 360. We're going to be sharing all their stuff, all her information. Uh, But with that being said, let's just get into it. Tell us what exactly you're working on. What's this big mystery, and what are we waiting on? Because I know... There's going to be more stuff coming up as well. Absolutely. There's definitely going to be a lot more coming up. And I definitely would love to have more veterans uh, come and join our community and watching what's going to be happening. And so currently right now we have a uh, $300 watch, diesel watch, that we're giving away for absolutely free. Um, On our Facebook page, you'll be able to comment some friends to bring in some other veterans with us. Uh, and same thing on Instagram, and that ends on November 22nd. So every month we're going to be giving away something free, and we it could be anywhere from any dollar value. And every 22nd of the month we will end the uh, giveaway, and the reason why is because it's a remembrance of the 22, uh, 22 veterans that are estimated that uh, commit suicide every month. Um, and from there what we're going to do is we're also doing raffles. So the raffles can there. There's so many. There's so many great things that uh, I already have like a spreadsheet of all these great things that we're going to be raffling off. It's absolutely amazing to see a lot of these veteran-owned businesses come together with me um, because they're excited for this mission just as much as I am. So this mission that I'm going to be enduring on June 2019 to September 2019 is in 90 days. I'm going to ride my motorcycle, which is a 2016 Streetlight Special Harley Davidson. And I'm going to start out from here in Arizona, and I'm going to be riding to all 50 states, 48 for sure, 50 if I'm able to transport the bike. And that would be uh, Alaska and Hawaii. So for those of you folks that don't know exactly <laughs> geography, Google I helps. had to think about it for two seconds. I was like, wait, there's two. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so you can't ride through Canada to Alaska. Is there a part? Where- so. Apparently, so a lot of people were saying, you know, I can I can go through Canada, and uh, so I'm originally from Minnesota, yeah. and so uh, one of those Canucks apparently. Yeah. So I don't say, oh yeah, don't you know? I just say, oh yeah. But apparently, I can go through Canada, and I got some friends that are up there. Uh, they're also veterans uh, yeah. as well, and so Canadian veterans, Canadian veterans as well. Uh, and do they count really though? They, is that the same or no? Uh, if we've all got one mission, it's all that matters, yeah. right, man? So uh, it's been a hard time. 
So hopefully, you know, we can get through Canada. Uh, I know we can get in, but it's coming back <laughs> is right. the big thing. So, um, and then Hawaii, and that's obviously going to be transported by water. Hopefully, um, we're trying to f- uh, get some connections there. And um, if not, we're going to end up flying to Hawaii and renting a motorcycle. Um, it won't be the one used right. that I'll be starting out here in the United States with. And so that way we can for sure make Hawaii happen as well. So in 90 days, 15,000 miles estimated, 15,000, it definitely could be a lot more in 90 days. Uh, and 48 for sure, hopefully 50 uh, states. The other two, we can't forget. So the um, that seems like a lot of logistics. Oh, yeah. You're getting nervous? No, I'm That's not three nervous. Months. Three months the summer of 2019, right? Uh, summer yeah, of 2019. Summer. And the reason why it's summer of 2019 and it's going to be scorching devil ball sack here in Arizona. Yeah. Um, it's because my son, my eight-year-old son, is going to be on the road with me. Um, oh, he that's... he loves motorcycles. He loves being on the back end of the bike and riding with me and experiencing the freedom that I have every day when I'm riding. And, uh, and I think it'd be great, you know, as a single mom yeah. that I have him full time that, you know, bringing him with me is going to be able to enlighten a lot of things for him. Um, and then seeing our veterans coming together as well. Uh, the, vet, the veteran motorcycle community that I, I'm involved in and stuff, I definitely have a lot of uh, riders that definitely want to meet up throughout this entire journey, which they definitely will. Um, and I think it'd be fantastic. I think it'd be great. We're riding for a cause, and the cause is for veteran suicide. We're raising awareness for veteran suicide in a bigger impact way. Being able to ride this many miles, your butt is going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And the sun's going to be scorching. Oh, yeah. Your, um, I mean, it's not easy riding a bike for that long. So I'm sure it's not just your butt, your body, your arms, your everything's probably going to be hurting after a while. Yeah, after a while. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm not a motorcycle guy myself, but uh, I can only imagine having to control that beast because that's not a small bike. No, uh, it's actually have. an 875-pound motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, and it's a little bit more. I've got some gadgets that have been added on there. Um, so the motorcycle was actually, um, I bought the motorcycle from Harley Davidson in San Diego, and then I've had a lot of modifications done because of my own personal injuries that I do have. And so I have a um, hydraulic system that's in it. Uh, and I also have... Uh, make it smoother? Uh, no, it doesn't really make oh. it smoother. <laughs> uh, it, it feels more like my dad's old uh, bobber that he used to have with the spring seat. Yeah. So... But uh, so I've had some modifications done um, because I, I enjoy riding it. Riding saved my life. And I'm not kidding. It saved my life and it saved my son's life, you know, being with me and, yeah. you know, and being able to, care, you know, continue on with our journey together. And I know that it's kind of far ahead for all the logistics uh, uh, to be worked out. So I know you don't have all of that, but I know you've got you're pretty far ahead in the planning. Uh, and you talk about veterans joining you from each state. So if you're in um, any of these states and you're going out there, um, how are they going to know about this ride so they can join you? So I definitely don't want to give it away just yet. Okay. So that's something that I – this is why we're trying to build the community so much because if you're a rider or maybe you're just a supporter, maybe you just right. think this is just so awesome and you want to be part of it and you want to be able to sit there and come, and come out and meet us and say, you know what, I've been there. I know what it feels like, but, you know – I I'm I'm so happy you're doing this. Right. And if they want to do that, it's completely open and welcome. And but we can't give it away just yet on exactly our routes. Um, so you have to stay tuned. You got to follow the pages in order right. to really get some in tune. And if you want to actually hold an event, 
Um, I know some motorcycle um, clubs and stuff like that. They want to be able to help with this. Well, as you pass through these towns and as states. I, as I pass through the small cities and the states and wherever else and stuff, they can definitely reach out to the page. Um, and uh, one of us admins will be able to reach out to you. Um, you will end up getting a phone call from me personally. And I'll be able to go to, go over the logistics a little bit more as well. And uh, But if your motorcycle club wants to be able to be involved, and especially if it's a veteran motorcycle club. Stay tuned. Absolutely. Stay <laughs> tuned because there is... You know, we're not going to give away all of our little secrets just yet. We do have some very, very large promoters, um, our sponsors that are, you know, they're they're very well known, but we just can't give yeah. it away just yet. So this is kind of um, we talked about this earlier. We're just dangling the carrot now. It's kind of the uh, the RSVP. Yeah. Start thinking about this 2019 summer. This is coming your way. When that route does come out, and when more details come out, just so that people know, they can join you as long or as short as they want to. Absolutely. Absolutely. If it's just a matter of going through the city, if you're going through wherever, yep, uh, or a town, or even just to join you in whatever uh, location you're at, whatever events you're throwing in. At these events, I'm assuming you guys are raising money as well as you go through the illness, right? Correct. We're going to be doing poker runs. We're going to be doing um, raffles, um, depending on your state's laws. And we're also going to be doing a lot of different things. Um, so... It, honestly, when I came up with this idea, it was about over a year ago I came up with this idea. Um, and it was because over a year ago, I took my brand new Harley Davidson and I rode from California to Minnesota. And I was like, man, you know, just to be able to get out there, I really want to do this some more. And I wanted to do it as in a way to be able to bring an impact. And there's one issue that I, that I continue to have seen, and that's female veteran suicide. Yeah. And it's not a, it's not a topic that people talk about. It's like almost taboo. They don't, and and the thing is that female suicide, if I the last statistics I read was four times higher for veteran females than it was for regular civilian females, which is correct. A huge so on proportion. I mean, that's that. And what is it like? I haven't read yet anything to describe what, why. So on our Facebook page, we have those statistics um, posted. And uh, on our Facebook page, and after doing some research, I'm a psychology major. And so I really wanted to get really involved in the veteran community. You know, I was in the Marine Corps, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not really fulfilled. And I wanted to give back. I've always been helping as much as I possibly can, but I never felt like it was really meeting anything. Yeah. So I started doing psychology and researching things. And male veterans are 250 times more likely to commit suicide compared to a male civilian. Female veterans are 450 times more likely. That's 400. 450 times more likely to commit suicide compared to a female civilian. Now, if you put that female in a room with three males that are veterans, so th- one female yeah. veteran to three male veterans, she is more likely to commit suicide before those three males would. See, that's uh, when I saw it, I must have seen the number and just the number four registered because I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. And it could be that much higher, but 400 times more. That is, um, um, I, I'm speechless, honestly. You know, I've worked in the military community for, for a long time, and I've seen statistics. I know that the, the even with the suicide rate, people talk about, you know, the 22 a day, it's not 22 anymore. It's 20. It's this and that's going down. But the whole point is that it's one's too many, first of all. But two is that the statistics aren't really all there. Some people say that not all states participated, so we don't Correct. even know the real numbers, <clears throat> right? They could be more. Correct. That should be more. Not every suicide is ruled a suicide, right? It could be ruled an overdose, right? And so they, and so there's a lot of factors that play into this. But the point is that it is an issue. 
Absolutely. It absolutely is an issue. So um, anybody out there that's saying, well, forget that. It's not because you get that all the time. You see it, I'm sure, being on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I get it all the time. Well, that's not, it's not really that bad. It's actually less. There's some that say, what's well, actually worse? You know, there's some people that don't believe it, whatever. There's some people that don't want to believe it because they're going through it themselves and they just don't want to believe in it. Absolutely. No matter what. I'm, we're not here to argue with you about statistics. We're not yeah. here to argue yeah. about it's. It's about the reality is that our veterans are going through this. Well, right. let's put it. Let's put it this way, right? When you're when you were young and everything, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to be a hard charger. And I'm going to go join the military. I'm going to go do something greater for my country. I'm going to do something that my neighbor wouldn't do. That's still going on today. That's still the same mentality, right? Yeah. So we all. In a part of our brain, at that point in time, we decided to make a change for ourselves and make a change for our country. So what difference does it make that now you're a civilian again, but you're a civilian that's having a hard time because you're a veteran and you want to commit suicide? Yeah, we got people that want to talk and they want to sit there and say, you know what, call me, call me, yeah. call me, call me. But are you really going to be there at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. because you're passed out because you got to be at work at 6 a.m.? That's the problem. Right. The problem is, is that we look at things and say, well, you know what? We'll deal with it tomorrow. We'll deal right. with it tomorrow. We'll deal with it tomorrow. The, the VA, the government, everything deals, deals right. the same way, right? Because of business hours, right? right. <laughs> Guess what? Veterans are more likely to commit suicide in the early mornings compared when to yeah, when there's no one around, everybody else is asleep, and there's no one there to actually you know, convince them differently. Yeah. And that's where the big problem is because suicides doesn't ha- suicides do not happen during business hours eight to four. It doesn't happen like that. Typically, it it really does not. So, what I can say is yes, it's a huge problem. Veteran suicide is a huge problem. Suicide in general is a huge problem because we ultimately are losing someone that's a mom, a dad, a sister, a brother, somebody in a very small but a very large way is impacting other people's lives because of the fact that they're dealing with something and they felt so dark and so alone yeah. that they felt that they were better off than being here on this earth. And being, uh, you know, you hear this all the time from the people themselves or the, the suicide letters or the notes left behind, right? Or even there's, I've met a lot of suicide uh, attempt survivors, I guess. I don't know what the official term is. Yeah. But they talk about it, how they're a burden on others. Absolutely. That's the reason why. They don't want to be a burden anymore. And so I guess for that is like part of it is that stigma that it is a burden, right? And we get it. There's people we're busy, we work, we have to be. We can't We've got be kids. Up. We got kids. Uh, so it's tough, you know. But building a community like this or awareness just makes it easier for more people to be involved, right? And so to put the money uh, where their mouth is, right? And Absolutely. to understand it. And then if you get more people involved, then the burden doesn't just fall on the few veterans that are out there that are actually being successful and, and and because you're successful now you're supposed to help someone else that's great i believe in helping someone else but i also don't think that every single veteran has to help another veteran if that's not their calling that's not their calling and so that leaves less of us that can actually help and so i think if we spread the word we even with civilians you know them understanding i think would be a lot of help i think Absolutely. that reaches out because now you're adding people to your team that you didn't have before Right. And so if you have like what's the saying, there's strength in numbers. Right? Yeah. So I honestly believe that that awareness is a big thing. People always knock that and say, well, what are you actually doing? I'm sure you've gotten this before. I've gotten this before. I know other organizations have gotten this. Well, what are you doing? What, what's this actually doing? Do you remember the push-up challenge? Yes, I you know? remember the push-up challenge. I remember all these challenges that everyone comes out with. And <clears throat> but sorry. That's right. <coughs> 
You're allowed to cough on the podcast. It's yeah, okay. that's good. That's good because, you know, I'm kind of getting yeah. over pneumonia. But, you know, here's the thing. I would rather be able to know that my neighbor understands me in a small to a, to a proportionate way because if, if I was going through a situation and my neighbor usually saw me coming outside playing with right. my dog, you know, every single day and then all of a sudden they didn't see me for a whole week, I'd want them to sit there and do a welfare check. I want them to sit there and go, man, they, she might be ended up going through something. Right. He might be. I haven't seen him in a week. What is going on? What's going You know, because you want to be able to have somebody because ultimately as a human we care. Right. You know, this, you know, oh, I don't care about you, this, that, and other thing. Guess what? Yes, you do. Yes, you, you care, do. man. Naturally, you do. It's human nature. That's something that we are born with. So that just goes to the, the fact of awareness goes a long way. Absolutely, right? it does. No matter what you think, no matter what you say, I, I, I was always kind of um, mixed a little on that. I'm like, well, what is this actually doing, right? And so uh, as far as like the push-up challenge or any of these other things, but you know what? When you, wear, when you raise awareness and you raise money, if it's going to a good cause, it's going to a good place, um, there is a lot of good you can do. And who am I to tell people how to wear, uh, raise awareness, right? Yeah. If it's working for you or it's working for your community, then go ahead and do it, right? I'm not going to knock it, right? Um, so I had a twist. I did it, um, uh, this is maybe, what, two years ago, year and a half ago or so, where I did my 22 a day was I actually did for 22 days, I talked about different resources, that were available, right? So every day for 22 days, I talked about financial resources for veterans. Then I talked about physical fitness. I talked about mental health. I talked about resources that could help you with your, you know, uh, if you have post-traumatic stress, um, all those kind of things. And that's that, that was my way of saying, okay, well, you know, I'm going to raise awareness, but I'm also going to give something to these folks that are listening to. Right? Absolutely. Um, that's which, what this ride is about, you know. I, I'm not just raising money to raise money. I'm putting I'm putting myself out there on my bike like and I'm just going. Like a big billboard driving around. So and then when you go to these places, um, these events that bring people together, they are pretty cool. Oh yeah. If you go to any if you've ever been to anything like um, any kind of veteran get together or whatever, um, they're fun. They can be fun. It's a lot more fun um, than hanging out online. Because there's a lot of bashing online. Like we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is that called? They call it the, the keyboard, keyboard warriors. warriors or whatever. There's a lot of bravery there when you don't have to face someone eye to eye. Oh, yeah. You can actually talk shit, right? But when you go to these events, there's people there that might have not gotten along or had disagreements online. But when you're face to face, everybody's having a good time. Very rarely that people actually talk shit to each other face to face unless they're joking around. Yeah. Which that's just our nature in the military but fucking around with each other or talking shit to each other is part of that and we just we just did the ball you know the, the veteran get together because the marine corps ball you know yeah, and what do we yeah, do yeah. we just talk shit yeah, laugh yeah. and have fun yeah. right so yes. it's the same thing it's <laughs> by the way happy belated birthday thanks you too. So, uh, <laughs> we uh we're uh we're recording this uh after the marine corps birthday and after veterans day happy veterans day as well so yeah, you get two you things as well, in thank you um but anyways uh, yeah, man, and that's the whole point of this is to have fun and relate and bring awareness. I think that there's a lot of elements to what you're doing. It's not just one thing. Some people do an event and they raise money and they all get together. And so that does a lot for your – maybe it's a small community, but it still does something, right? This is at a higher level. 
I mean, you're talking about this 50 is bringing states. in a lot of people that are, you know, biker com- community. This is uh, active duty military Veteran. members. You don't have to have a bike. No, you don't have events. to. No, <laughs> no, you do not have to have a bike. If you want to sit there and follow the, because we actually have a 30 foot bus. Um, Matt Hopes has actually volunteered to follow me in his bus. That you know, he sold everything he had because he just wanted to be on the yeah. open road, and he heard my idea. On Facebook, and immediately he was like, so "I want to do this." Following you on this on this bus too. Absolutely. So we got a thirty foot bus, and if you want to follow behind the bus in your car, and and you want to be representing the uh, branch that you're in, or a service member that had you know that you lost because of suicide, by all means, please, and please true, do. I heard that you're going to actually put your face, do a wrap of your face on the bus itself. Like yeah, on, you know. No? Yeah, that, totally that, not going to happen. Yeah, it's totally no. That's totally a rumor because I, I, just, I thought I heard that, so I just wanted to ask you in person. Uh, either way, I think you should do a cool rap. Maybe not on your face, but whatever. Um, uh, I don't know. Just something fun. I know we, we, we kind of toss around some ideas. I would, have- you know, to be honest with you, I'd love to be able to do a rap on the bus, a 30-foot bus. I would love to do a rap. And the rap, I would love to be able to have veterans that we want to be able to recognize as our heroes, regardless of their service, whether the they community. were combat or non-combat. But we lost them to suicide. We want to represent that. We oh, want to show that. That would look... I would love to be able to have that because you I want I want impact, lined man. Up for to to if you, if you did like as far as money or sponsors to do a rap or no? you know I would definitely would love to find Are a sponsor looking? or someone. I'm definitely looking okay. for something like that. You guys I'm, heard it here first. If you want to sponsor them and do a rap, and I and I definitely want some emails coming in. Um, you can email designs. Lib- absolutely, email the Facebook page. And the Facebook page, and I, just give me a short bio. Um, I want a picture of the veteran that was either your best friend or someone in your command that you lost um, to suicide, and definitely females. And what I would like you to do is be able to send us a picture of them, um, you know, if they've got kids, a picture of them with their kids and stuff and uh, when they were in the service, and talk a little bit about them because this is what's going to make the impact. Um, just being able to say veteran suicide is one thing, but being able to show the impact and stuff, right. we want to bring awareness, but we want to bring awareness where it actually hits that heartstring, man, of like, man, she was a mom. Right. Man, he was a dad. You know, because just because we say a word, it's just a word until we actually put something to it. Right. And um, images definitely uh, tell a bigger story. Um, and, you know, obviously we're we're having fun here tossing ideas around. Yeah. But, you know, that's because... We're trying to make this into a positive thing, something that obviously is negative. You know, suicide. Nobody wants to talk about suicide. Oh, it's a, that's taboo, it's man. Taboo, and nobody wants to face the reality. Uh, it's a hard subject, but at the same time, you're not going to do this and be negative the whole way and be sad the whole way, right? Oh no. We want to be able to celebrate uh, the future of what we can do. Uh, you know, I want to be able to when I start this ride out. And right when, I, right when I pull on that throttle and we're headed on on that road, I want to be able to know these veterans' names. So that way when I'm out on, that, in, on that, that busy road or that long road that's headed to the mountains and it's just silent and it's quiet, I want to be able to pull inside of me my own emotion and understand what that person went through in their life that made them feel like they were so blacked out that they could not get out of it. So that way I can ride miles in dedication of them. Yeah. So... You mentioned this earlier about riding bicycles, not bicycles, bicycle. motorcycles. <laughs> I ride Told my you I'm bicycle. Not a, not a motorcycle person. Uh, if you have a bicycle, I'm assuming they're allowed to come to these parties too. It's not just motorcycles, right? Now, obviously, they can't keep up with you, so they probably <laughs> can't come along for the ride. 
I think um, I got some toe straps, you know. That <laughs> might be a little fun. That'd be fun. Um, I'd actually pay to see that. Uh, with that being said, you talked about possibly videotaping this road trip too and doing some stuff with that, right? I, I highly encourage that. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. some funny, amazing, cool video that could probably come up from this. So Yeah, I've got uh, some already. Um, I, I record myself when I'm riding. I do some really stupid things, like you saw that Halloween one that I did. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was like, how um, are you keeping that so steady? It, it really did. I mean, I can't even do it. I can't do a selfie with my own <laughs> hand and keep it that steady, right? So if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's pretty cool. So I, um, you, you, so you said earlier that writing saved your life. What yeah, did you mean by that? So what, what does writing do for you? Writing, it releases a form in my brain that I, it's just a freedom. It's feeling the wind. It's feeling, every, like if I, if I, dude, if I'm having a shitty fucking day, like a real shitty day, and I feel like, man, my life just sucks, I get out on my bike for, you know, a good hour yeah. and just riding around and I'm seeing the beauty and the scenery and just feeling the air and the fresh air. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I just decompress from it. And, you know, back uh, when I was in the Marine Corps and everything, you know, I went through a lot of a lot of things and um, a lot of emotional, a lot of mental yeah. and stuff. And um, I wasn't riding motorcycles yet. I didn't start riding again until about 20, the late 2016. In 2017 of uh, February 22nd, I bought my street line. Yeah. And immediately. But you learned at a young age. I did. Right? So I started riding motorcycles with my dad uh, yeah. when I was very young. Uh, I was around three years old at first. Um, and then uh, there's a few pictures when I was about five, seven, eight years old with riding with my dad. So my dad was a single parent. Yeah. And I had brothers, you know. And my brothers weren't so into it, but I just loved being on the bike. Yeah. And so my dad, would, we'd, we'd ride all the way to Wisconsin. Uh, we'd ride to North Dakota or South or Dakota. Minnesota? Oh, you just said, oh, <laughs> yeah. you just said again, North Dakota. North Dakota, South That's Dakota. That's funny. And, it is. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we would ride, man. And um, when I got older, uh, when I was about... 16 um, is when I first got my license and then I just didn't ride you know I didn't have a yeah. motorcycle to ride and stuff and I started doing my own thing you know being an adult um, and until 2015 um, my dad ended up dying and uh, he died on a motorcycle and uh, you know I just it, I could not let him go and I know we all we all feel that sometimes we feel that with even with our um, brothers and sisters you know you got in a war and what I hear a lot from veterans is, man, I just, I, why? Right. It's, it's the guilt. Yeah. It's the guilt. It's, it's, it's very hard. And, you know, I held a lot of guilt even just in my personal relationship because that was my dad, you know? Um, and I felt that it was very selfish of him, you know? It was selfish of you. You, you should still be alive. Why aren't you alive, you know? Right, right. So I couldn't let it go. And then I rode all the way to Minnesota and I took the same path that he took that he died. From California? From California. Right. And honestly, being able to take that ride and then experience it and everything, and then mind you, I was riding all by myself. I rode through hail. I had a lightning bolt hit the left side of my bike um, on the ground. Mm. Uh, I dust storms, everything, you know, and yeah. had snow too. It was, you know, I have a couple of videos of that too. The whole shebang. But I, I rode it alone, <laughs> and as a, just a female, just like, hey, I'm just yeah. gonna go join, go on the open road, and hopefully I don't die. But I did it though because. When I was coming back, um, and I and I, you know, ended up in Colorado, I I literally could finally feel that I let it go. 
You know, I let him go. I let him be at peace. Yeah. And and, and that's so, when you started back writing because you hadn't. You said you hadn't been writing for a while. No, I hadn't been writing was, since like was, 2000 and uh, like almost like 2002, something like that. So was that your first write again? Or had yeah, you, yeah, that was my first write again. So there's obviously something there. Oh yeah. Right. It definitely was. It was it was ability to. The way that I felt, and I felt like my dad was riding with me, you know, as crazy as it sounds, but I felt like he was with me, yeah. and I was able to sit there and, you know, talk to, talk it out with myself of, like, it's okay, it's okay, yeah. it's okay to now let him go, and I've been able to do that with everything, you know, if I'm having a shitty yeah. day, or if I can't talk to somebody or whatever else, I'll be able to get on my bike, and it's just like, it's just me and that road, Yeah. and I know a lot of you bikers out there, too, that, you know, that you guys feel the same thing. You guys feel the same thing, and I and I appreciate all the support. I'm getting a lot from the, uh, the veteran biker community and stuff, and a lot of the motorcycle clubs and stuff like that. It's always good to see that, because uh, not all of the time um, do we get that support. No, especially um, as a female. Yeah, uh, we were talking about that earlier, too. What else, um, as a female, um, do you do besides ride motorcycles to help you keep yourself grounded, uh, you know, just feel better, be happier, more positive, things like that. What are other things that you do or any advice you have for other females? Uh, you know, one of the biggest, well, another subject about that as well is, you know, I really would like to have a lot more female veterans involved in this too. Yeah. You know, I'd love to be able to talk with them and get them involved in this because ultimately I'm doing this, you know, to show support in my sisters as well, you know. And, but to reground myself and everything, you know, honestly, other than just riding and stuff, it's, it's helping out other veterans. Um, yeah. you know, I, I helped out a friend of mine that I actually met on Facebook. Didn't know anything about her really. You know, we just, we just knew Facebook person. Right, right. So, uh, I, we ended up both moving to the same state and we connected and, um, I was, you know, I, for myself, I had just got on a relationship and I was like, man, I just, I really don't want to be in an empty house. Right. So her daughter and her uh, moved in and everything, and she's a Marine too. She's a Marine veteran. And we were able to support each other in a way of being able to sit there and one, we come out here in the backyard with all these stars behind us here in the mountain view, and we'll just sit down here and we'll bullshit about anything and everything. Yeah. But we also know that we have each other's back. If I'm, if I'm upset about something, I can talk to her about it. And, you know, but it's because we got each other's back because we understand. You understand each other. You've been through that. Now, I'm going to say something and get a little serious here for real quick. Uh-oh. I noticed, and so both of you are Marines, you have kids, but I didn't see any crayons in the house. Is there a reason for that? Because that's breakfast. Oh, got it. We didn't, we didn't go shopping yet. I didn't know. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> it's such a dumb cliche. I even get this at myself. Do you see those edible crayons right now? I have not seen edible crayons. Oh, are you serious? my God. Those they made, crayons? yeah, if you, like... They, so they made edible crayons right now, and uh, they <laughs> so there's edible crayons that you can actually eat and you can write with too. What? what I, I, what's the purpose of edible crayons? Hey, what's the purpose of any joke anymore? You know, there we all. Are you serious though? They really are. Yeah. Are with no, them? I'm not fucking with you, man. Like, like edible. they're trying to get more people interested <laughs> in them and stuff, and I'm sure that they'll end up, you know, marking them out more, but. Yeah. I, I, mean, I tried to order so, some because I totally want to, like, eat some crayons while I'm riding my motorcycle, like, down the freeway. Because, you know, I already drink uh, my energy drink when I'm riding down the freeway. And I'm just, like, sitting there. Stir it up with your... You know what? That'd be funny. Is every crayon the flavor of the color? Like, red is cherry. 
or like yellow is I don't know, vanilla or Pineapple. something or, or lemon or lime <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I mean um, that'd be interesting because I would love to get that little crayon and just stir my coffee with it. You know, and it just kind of melts. Stir in your there coffee just, or your margarita? No, more well coffee because it would melt the crayon. You know what I mean? And then the flavor. I don't know. Just I'm just thinking ahead. Um, they can yeah. make pumpkin spice out of orange. Green <laughs> could be a margarita. That'd be margarita flavor. Uh, now we're talking. Now I think we're giving some marketing ideas. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, that was a, a, a joke that, like I said, I hate myself for saying because it's so dumb and so easy. It's overplayed, but I just had to do it. But you know, so. you know what's good about it though? We can joke about it and laugh about it and stuff, but that's that's exactly what it's for, you know. You like at the Marine Corps uh, yeah. get together, the Marine Corps ball, you know, and when we we're all coming together and stuff, and we're joking around, you know. How do you? That's the icebreaker, man. Yeah. That's the icebreaker. That's you know, we make jokes about each other in the branch and stuff, but really only us know that. You go right, ask right. my, you know, you go ask my ninety-year-old neighbor over there. He's not gonna know what we're talking yeah, about and, right. and laugh about the same the same way, or you know, we could be shit talking, and all of a sudden yeah. he's just like, "Oh my god, like they're in a fight," and it's like, "No, we're no, not." No, you that's, know? that's we're we're best friends, actually. That's we, you know, we that's that's how we talk to each other, and that's how it is. So, um, so I was gonna ask you something else right before the stupid uh, crayon joke. We were actually getting serious, right? We were getting about the the riding a motorcycle. Oh, we're talking about other stuff that you do as well. Um, for me, it's art, and I know there's a lot of people out there that um, that do art as well as a, as a therapy. And so I used to be an artillery guy, right? And I, I did combatives, and I, I I I boxed, and I did all this other stuff um, that in the military world is you know that's what you're supposed to do. It's 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 a it's a it's a guy thing. It's a man thing, right? Um, never did I imagine that I would. Uh, be doing art again because I love drawing and I love painting as a kid and you even mentioned this while you were in the military or in the Marines you didn't write as much as you did before oh I didn't write at all when at I was all. in the Marine Corps I did the same thing or I rarely drew or painted or anything else I did it here and there because I always liked it and it was easy but I didn't do it the way I do it now and so for me it was hard because you know as a dude I'm not supposed to like art you're not supposed to like girl I'm stuff I'm not supposed to like that you know <laughs> And I'm not supposed to love painting and, and your emotions, right? Like, there's the, the stigma that if you're a dude, you can't have emotions. Come on, man. What are you doing? Yeah, you got to be shut off, man. And, you're a robot, remember? And so, right, right. And so, because we're, we're, we're perfect, right? Uh, man, we're more fucked up than anybody else. <laughs> Isn't and, that the truth? Um, but, you know, as I did it more and more, man, I just felt this rush. I know it's not the same as riding a motorcycle because there's, I'm not going to, there's not a chance that I could get hurt painting. Unless I start eating the paint, right? <laughs> but other than Only that, it's lead. or maybe I might get stabbed like with my paintbrush or something. I don't know. I'm sure there's something that can happen. <laughs> but it's not the same as riding a motorcycle. It's not like that exhilaration, right? But it's still, I get that, that rush of adrenaline for somehow, or maybe not adrenaline, maybe endorphins. Contentment. Content, whatever it is. And I feel good. And when the project's done, when the paint's done, I can envision it, right? Um... I feel good. I love it, you know. And that's not the only thing I do. I still do other stuff, you know. Um, obviously, I need to get back in the gym and do other stuff. The other day, I was posting pictures about my old days when I used to grapple, and my buddy invited me to the gym. He said, "You should come out and hang out with us and do jujitsu and stuff like that." And I, I used to love doing all that stuff. So, obviously, there's things there that are still missing. I'm still, I got pieces that I need to, you know, kind of put together. But the point is that it's not about one thing. Sometimes it's oh, no. okay to do several things it's okay to do non-military things for all those guys out there hanging on to that 
man, I was this and I was that and I was infantry and I was, okay, hey, man, thank you for your service. Totally respectful. What are you doing now? You know, uh, let's get you out there. Let's get you working out. Let's get you happy. Let's actually get you to be a productive member of society. Healthy. Uh, healthy and not pissed off at everybody and living in the past, right? Like I always say, don't be that Al Bundy, all right? No, you cannot throw the football over that fucking mountain. <laughs> Or oh, that's actually, what is that, uh, Uncle Rico from um, Napoleon Dynamite. Have you ever seen that movie? There's a guy that he used to tell everybody, he's like, I could still throw over that mountain if I really wanted to. Anyways, it's reliving that old days, right? Oh, okay. And yeah. so you can't relive the old days. You just can't. You know, it's okay to remember the good times. Acknowledge that you were a badass at one point and you did some awesome shit. Things that most people don't get to do. Yeah. Right. And and whether you were in combat or not, being part of the military is special. It is different. It is a whole different culture. But now you're back here. You got to do something better for yourself, for your family. You got to keep growing. Right. You can't get stuck in that situation. Right. And so for that, I guess my point is that you know you do all these things. It's not a combination of of one thing. I am never going to replace the military, no, no matter how hard I try. But I can replace. The good things in life that I used to know before the military, um, I can continue doing those things. Maybe the things that I didn't do while I was in, like for you, riding motorcycles, getting back into that. For me, it was getting back into art and things like that, that in the military was kind of looked at like, come on, man, like what is this, right? The only thing you could draw was like drawings of like, you know, cross cannons or cross rifles and, <laughs> you know, shit like that, right? Or skulls. Like if you draw skulls, that's cool, With right? flames. You got to have flames you and bullet flames, holes. Right? And, and yeah, bullet holes and stuff like that. But... Uh, can't paint you can't paint portraits of people you can't paint pretty things you can't do flowers you can't you know that's not allowed right and so but no one ever really said that that was just known right and some of it may have been me could have been the way you're growing up as well it could have been the way i grew up it could have been you know and maybe let's get into that because we talked about this earlier too we spent more time talking and preparing for this, by the way, than we probably will on the podcast. <laughs> I think we're just bullshit most of the time. But it was good because we got to know each other and understand like some of these things. So a lot of times, being in the military, it's not just about your experience in the military. A lot of it is it, it, of the issues are exasperated from events that happened before you joined the military. Absolutely. Right? So my feelings of maybe art or those things I was doing, you're right. It could have been from growing up. You know, I grew up in a, in, a, in a strong Catholic, Mexican, Hispanic family where you have to be macho, right? You have to yeah. be the man and, and women have a place and men have a place. So, yeah, maybe it was that. And then the military just kind of exasperated yeah. those feelings, right? Um, but there is good things that come from that. There is. About, this, about being in the military. You need these things. You need to be cocky. What was that other word Confidence. we talked about? Confidence. Well, there's also that other word we talked about. We're all a little bit narcissistic. Narcissistic, maybe, yes. You know, to there, a certain degree. We're, all of society is narcissistic in some degree. You have to have that. You have to have that to be able to be competitive in a way, to be able to make yourself better and stronger. And, you know, if you want to get that manager position or the supervisor yeah. position or you're, you want to be that CEO because your CEO sucks and you're like, fuck this dude, he doesn't understand. Or because you want to make 100000 I, I know, right? Or just win that lottery. Yeah. So you're always going to do something to better yourself, right? So that's where this, the everyone has narcissistic traits, right? But it's a very small part of narcissism. Now, you've got different levels of narcissism. Then you've got the top tier of narcissism, and that's the one that really affects most people. Those are the people that blame others. Those are the people that will sit there and say, well, because of this, 
you made me do this or because of them or because of you right exactly you're 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 not you're blaming something or someone else because of your actions and your behaviors when you're doing that you're not taking accountability for your own for your own self and a lot also goes back to self-respect and that's dangerous Absolutely, it's 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 absolutely dangerous because you can end up, you know, damaging yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, and then you're ultimately you're going to be affecting other people. Yeah, that's the biggest piece right there. Um, so, one of the things we talked about too is being in the military. You need some of these traits, right? Obviously, you do. You know, uh, you can't go to that level. You can't go full retard, right? <laughs> you got to tone it down a little. But why do we need that, right? One, we're going into battle, or we're preparing. Essentially, we're preparing to go into battle. You're preparing to be, um, you know. You always um, prepare for the worst. You the never worst prepare situation. for the best. Right. And so we 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 um, we're supposed to do well under pressure, right? Which which is what makes us really good entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. It makes us really good uh, uh, people that own nonprofits. It makes us really good with logistics, and makes us really good with these things because we get that in 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 um, in our brains. You know, they just push it down your throat, saying you need to be prepared for the worst. You need to understand this. You need to know that if you're going to drive this far. You need to have X amount of food, water, gas, and be prepared for that because if you break down, oh, by the way, you need to have a set of tools. And by the way, you need to know exactly where that is at all times. And so does everybody else around you, right? Absolutely. And so it gets ingrained inside you. And so that's awesome if you're in the military. That's awesome if you're in combat. That's awesome if you're in a situation where more than, you know, know, your squad depends on you, your platoon, whatever. Uh, But when you come on the civilian world, sometimes we get lost in that. We're like, we don't necessarily need all of that, people's lives aren't in our hands anymore. But I think that we continue to feel that way. And sometimes we run into those issues, right? And so sometimes it can be confused as control, control, being cocky. Like we said, there's a difference between cocky and confidence, right? Yep, there is definitely a difference there. Civilians, when they see us, the what's the stigma, right? Or one of the stigmas. There's many of them. Oh, my God, you're a veteran. You have PTSD. You're going to kill me. Right. Or... Um, you know, you think you're better than us yep. or you think this and that. And so, uh, but because sometimes we can't let go of that past, we do have these traits and we act a certain way. doesn't mean we're bad. doesn't mean it's a negative thing. It's just the way we're used to it, right? Other people aren't used to that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that can get in the way. And it can, It you know, and... It depends, you know, it really depends. You know, you can stay at that lo- that bottom tier of narcissi- narcissism and having those traits, and that's perfectly fine because that gives you drive, that gives you determination and everything else. It depends on how you use it, though. You yeah, know, that's the question. Major in psychology right now, and, you know, my ultimate goal is to be a forensic psychologist. I really want to study the human mind of why, you know, people are kidnapping children and putting them in sex trafficking. And I really want to understand that so that way I can try and counteract that. And Arizona... Uh, there's a huge problem with there's that. a huge problem being a border state and all that. that's why i moved here you know you're not really going to know anything just because you google it right you got to get in there you got to get down in the dirt right you didn't move out here just for the, the perfect weather um the, the perfect the, the, the perfect riding weather um i'll admit cali was pretty good man was california it? was pretty good out here you know it just well, it's sun, getting right? colder right yeah. now but during the winter it was you know the devil's ball sack it it, it sucked during but, the summer yeah during yeah. the summer but it's you know getting used to it but how hot is the devil's ball sack by the way arizona arizona so you're talking about 120 
Anyone oh, between God, 115 and 120? When we moved here, when we moved here, it was like 128 or something I, like that. Oh, I would love to meet Lucifer one day and ask him how hot his balls are just to know. Just make sure you bring a thermometer, you know? <laughs> so that way you can give him the magic bullet. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so anyway, so you wanted to um, uh, move out here. So is that the, 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 the real reason? Is that just one of the reasons why? Oh, there's many reasons why I moved but out here. But that was another one, uh, obviously, being in that field. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, when I moved out here and stuff, I was just like, man, uh, you, you always outweigh your options, right? And so I outweighed it, and I was like, you know, this is the biggest pros for me, too. It makes too, sense for a know? lot of different reasons, yeah. And so that's interesting that you want to you wanna do that, too. And, yeah, I mean, unfortunately this is a good state to do that because that shit happens all the time. You know, I don't know if people know that. Um, I honestly know about it because I have friends in law enforcement. Uh, My wife uh, works with people that deal with, with, with these situations that have nonprofits to help with these, to bring awareness and there's all that stuff. But outside of that group, I don't hear much about it. People aren't talking about, yeah, taboo. They don't talk about kidnapping or especially with children. Uh, but the same thing with females, yeah. um, younger females too. Not not. I mean, you're talking about you know teenage and well, eighteen, nineteen, even in their twenties. There's a big fucking thing going on. Well, it's social media and anything that deal with the internet and Snapchat and you know all those types of things. Those those actually are very risky for you. And the reason why is because people stalk you on that. And here's the thing: children around my son's age. Oh, that sounded good. That was a bunch of birds, and I thought it was a mountain lion again. Uh, You you saw that video with that rattlesnake, right? (laughs) That one that we captured. Well, anyways, uh, you know, children around my son's age are the top top. for being kidnapped and put in sex trafficking. And and little boys boys. and girls. True, but boys are more often as a commodity compared to a female. So they will actually stalk your Facebook. You got photos of your kid up there and stuff, and you're posting about where the school is, and you're posting yeah, about yeah. you know this you know jump place that you like going to every weekend, or where their gymnastics are, or whatever yeah, else. Be careful Guess what? That. You got people stalking you, man. As much as you don't, as much privacy as you think you have, you really no. don't. That is so crazy. I'm telling you, like it, you know, it, it's a weird subject. It's a tough subject because we all have kids. So you have kids out there. You know, be careful. But this is definitely. There are some more dangerous areas, obviously, than others. So I would encourage you all to just look into that uh, and see. Find what, ways what, to protect yourself and your family, and you know, and it's real. Just don't, don't, don't shelter your children, but at the same right. time, make them aware. Make them aware of what they can do to be able to fight back. And you know, if if they see the same person multiple times or come up and talk to them in different days and stuff, make sure that you let their children, your, let your children know, and come talk to you about it. You know, and it's it's funny because we we talk about how back in our day. Um, I don't know how old you are, but I'm sure you're not as old as me. But back in my day, we used to go around all day. Tell the lights bikes. went out. Nobody knew where we were. No phones, no nothing, right? Nothing to worry about, right? And everybody says, well, nowadays kids are sheltered and they don't do this and don't do that. But when you look at what's actually going on, I don't know. I'm sure this was going on when, when back in my day as there well. There was, yes. But maybe because there wasn't social media and all that, so we didn't know about it. We, we we didn't really see it as much. I mean, even now with social media and everything, you still don't hear about it as much. Uh, but no wonder we 
are so scared to let our kids do the same things we used to do. There's no way my son um, would ever be able to go all day without me checking on him or knowing where he's at, right? He has these little two uh, friends that he made uh, that live two houses down, and they just started hanging out. Uh, and so they go to each other's houses, they come over here, he goes over there, and they play out in the street and stuff. And so even then, I'm a little bit cautious. cautious. And they're just two houses down, right? Um, and the, their, their dad's a police officer. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is a great relationship. You know, we got a great couple there. They're awesome. Uh, the dad's a police officer. The two kids, they all hang out. They live close to us. So it couldn't be any better. I love it, but even then, I still get worried, right? So it's just a weird, different place that we're living in nowadays. Well, that's, that's absolutely true, you know? <clears throat> Let's tie this into, you know, as females, as a female veteran, you know? Back in the day and stuff, yeah, you used to be able to shit talk with the males, right? We didn't have keyboard warriors. We didn't have scandals going on. We didn't have people harassing people through instant messaging and text messaging and things like that. You know, you used to have a phone on the wall and, you know, you'd answer the phone or you'd hang yeah, up the right. phone or you hear the dial tone of yeah, the internet, yeah, yeah. you know. But nowadays, because of social media, it has opened up a whole other world of where it's, you know, it's, it can be beneficial when you're in the right parts of the groups and, and right. community that you need to be in. Otherwise, when you're in the wrong ones, you can actually do a lot more damage than any good to actually help a veteran or a female veteran. I know a lot of female veterans, and I'm in a lot of female veteran groups and stuff, and they talk about the fact that they won't even mention that they were in the military. Back in the day... Because of why? Because of the harassment. Oh. Because, they're, because they just... A lot of females don't even want to show that they're succeeding because the fact that they're afraid that the other veterans are going to tear them down or harass them or because... Do they ever get questioned that if they... If, were they ever in the military? Does that ever come up to? Like, do people deny that or uh, just try to knock that down? Or Things that I've seen, things that have happened to me, and, like, yeah. I'll get, like, uh-huh, sure you were, or right. something like that. And it's like, you know what? I don't have to prove myself to right. nobody, you know? But at the same time, you know, and the, I see it when the males, too, when, when we go and hang out and everything, like, people were, you know, they'll be like, oh, that dude was not in the military, you know? He claims he was, yeah, you know, they'll do it Buck Ranger too. and whatever right, else, right, right? right? We do it, too, yeah. But I don't. I'm I'm awesome. I get told, I'm, I get I'm, asked if my husband, you know. I'm great to everybody, by the way. So, no, <laughs> I, I, I know what it is. I, I've been there before with people, you know. You, it, it's, it, but, but we're talking about almost a different level, though, now. Yeah. With, with the female, and even with some guys, too. They'll do it to each other. But I see it a lot with females, or I hear about it a lot with females, too, where to the point where it's not just, it's not just joking or fucking around with somebody or just saying to somebody else, hey, I don't know about her. She, she says she was in the military, but I don't know what she did. Or I don't know this and that, right? There's a certain level of that. But then there's that other part where it becomes harassment. It becomes harassment and it becomes where, it, you know, let me put it this way. You don't know what the hell, you don't know what the hell, I, you know, you don't know what I've gone through today. Right. I don't know what you've gone through today. Just because we all served in the military doesn't mean that that's how our day is every single day. You could have had your dad die today or your mom or something, and it's really affecting you, and that's where you, you're you so down low that you're going to commit suicide. So then who am I to judge you on the internet when you're asking for help to sit there and be like, well, you didn't go to combat, so you don't deserve right, to you know, have someone reach out to you and talk to you. And it's like, that's, that's bullshit, man, yeah. because everybody, even after the military, you have shit that happens. Yeah. And so if we don't come together as a community and really support each other after the military, right. then who the hell are we? We're just a bunch of people that have a piece of paper that my civilian neighbor doesn't have that says a DD-214. 
yeah, we can joke about it and make a blanket, but where the hell are we really at? You know, who am I to judge someone else to sit there and tell them, well, you weren't in combat and you were a female and you should be standing behind a stove compared to behind a gun. You know, who am I to sit there? If somebody's going through something, yeah. man, I want to be there. I'm going to listen. I'm going to, you know, I've got, I've talked to a lot of males um, that talked about online that they're going to commit suicide and I FaceTimed with them until they were like, hey, I thank you, but I'm going to go to bed now. You know, I feel a lot better. Yeah. You know what they talked about? They didn't talk about war. You know what they talked about? They talked about their ex-girlfriend, their ex-wife, their kids, yeah. their job, their, yeah, you know, man. their how they can't support themselves or they can't, they don't have food for their kids or, you know, the ex-wife is taking the kids away or dad's yeah. not involved and not paying child support. Whatever the hell it may See be. It all the time, yeah. It's not always about combat. Most of the time, it's financial and uh, relationship issues. Still, civilians, military alike, the top issues have always been financial and relationship issues. So Absolutely. We're no different than anybody else in the end. Um, I do think that we do bring something more to the table than your average person. And I think we should be proud of that, right? But when we do stuff like this or when we act that way, um, I think we take away from that honor. The things that were instilled in us in the military, right? So I just wish that everybody could be cool chill and we could have one big party and that's you know and that's the point of this ride you know the right now we're raffling off an ar-15 and it's a complete blackout completely built ar-15 um there's only three that are going to be made and they are limited edition custom um they have optics everything you and know you have that on your page we do right? we have the link on our page and i so think it's, it's on ours too fallen uh yes right? fallen 360 and that. i posted it up there and you know um dude it's we're gonna be um ending the raffle december 5th so you're gonna be able to get this rifle right before christmas i mean if you're a chick and your husband loves guns and i know that a lot of women are like he doesn't need another freaking gun you know guess what the raffle's only 25 bucks what, yeah. what really do you have to risk maybe you're you're getting you know a four thousand five thousand three thousand whatever yeah. kind of rifle you're getting this for like 25 bucks, maybe 50 bucks, maybe 100 bucks, right. whatever you want to be able to. But guess what? This isn't just money to be able to be, you know, put in a pot and said, well, what's going to happen to it? Yeah. So this money is actually coming towards the ride to make this ride possible. So that way I can represent our brothers and sisters that we have lost, you know. I'm not sitting behind a desk and sitting there going, okay, yeah, I raised a bunch of money. No, I'm putting that mouth, I'm putting action where the mouth is, you know. Yeah. And and not just that, but, you know, there's still so much more to come. There's so much, you know, and I'm working with veteran-owned businesses to help them be able to boost themselves up. And, and you know, I've got a guy that, um, Nathan Pila, that uh, he builds motorcycle parts, you know, and they're really good. And, you know, I've hit him up, and I'm like, dude, I need I need to right, build me right, some right, stuff yeah. for my bike, man. And, you know, and I've got other veterans, and uh, I got Zachary that uh, he makes uh, wooden flags and stuff, and I've got uh, uh, my close friends right now, and they're the ones that are from Fox Sake uh, Armory, and they're the ones building these things for yeah. us, you know. And these are all veterans. These are all veterans that believe in the same mission, and they're going – the reason why we believe in the mission is because they've already lost someone, man. Yeah. I lost a guy they've last been there year. And they understand it. You yeah. know, I've lost a guy last year and I, you know, I tremendously miss him. You know, he could have been a great father one day to someone. Um, but Husband, you know, brother, it, it's, well, it's shitty as, as shitty as it dad. is. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's that what could have been, um, I think, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but I think a lot of veterans, you know, we share that. I wish we didn't share that. You know, I know there's all different types of veterans, but I think one of the things that we have in common is that we know somebody that committed suicide. It shouldn't be care. that way. It's because we care. And then we sit back and we go, man, what could I have done different? 
what were the signs? What was this? What was that? You know, and how could I have stopped it? We were just hanging out last week, you know, or we just made plans for this week and have a barbecue with our families. We all have that guilt inside of us feeling like we didn't do enough. Yeah. So let me be able to, to represent that veteran that means so much to you. Help me be able to spread the word about them and who they were. You know, whether it's male or female, we just lost a female veteran um, last week. We lost another one um, during the summer, and she actually held an organization for people, and she, she killed herself. That's um, so unfortunate. And for people to kind of understand, too, of what this can do or how it can affect folks in a positive way, is that you talked about that pressure of having to be there for somebody and then if something does happen, that you feel that guilt. Absolutely. This awareness and educating the community, including civilians, it puts it on everybody so that now more people are prepared or aware. Like you said earlier, your neighbor. If your neighbor knows more about suicide or suicide prevention or understands that you're a veteran in your culture, they might be able to help you out because they're your neighbors. They're there. They see you. They see your routine. And here's We're a, not always going to be around for every single veteran. Here's we another. Can't. Here's another factor too, law enforcement. Being able to yeah. raise awareness in the small departments and things like that, and being able to talk to talk to these departments. Um, I had an officer ask me uh, not that long ago. He goes, "What can I do to be able to help veteran suicide?" And I said, "Educate yourself." I said because it, it may not be like we mentioned. It may not be because of combat. It may, you know, it may be because of a relationship. It may be because of this. But at least understanding that, you know, is that veteran going to commit suicide? You got a 50-50. You know, which way do you want to take it? It really depends on how you want to react to it, right? So in Colorado, um, December 31st of last year, uh, there was a a veteran that ended up killing a bunch of police officers. um, And they went to the call as routine. Um, They knew the veteran. And every time they had to call to, to that house... He was um, always claimed that he was going to commit suicide. And so they walked up to the door, and they were just like, well, we know Joe Schmo, yeah. you know, and we've talked. I've been so able to de-escalate him all the time, so they weren't prepared. And, you know, the veteran ended up um, – he had it all set up with cameras and everything and watched the officers come up the door – come up the stairway case and then killed them all or killed one of the officers um, and stuff. And, and it was a firefight right there yeah. in, in an apartment complex where kids are, you know. So being able to educate not just in just our community itself and to our neighbors and stuff, but we're also trying to really be able to connect with the community, those that are EMS, those are law enforcement, those are politics, politics, man. That's a huge one, too. Why? Because politics is where the money is at, right? So we want to be able to show and reach out and say, you know, us veterans, we're coming together. We're showing this. So if we got mass numbers and whether you're in a car, whether you're in a, on a motorcycle, um, whatever it may be, and you're coming out there and you're showing the same kind of support and everything like that, and people are going, what are they doing? Why are they doing that? It's going to raise eyebrows. It's going to raise eyebrows and stuff. And that's that's where we're trying to make this change. We're trying to make this change of going, come watch this. Come learn yeah. something. You know, We're going to have brochures of education as well and um, – we're going to have a lot of a lot of great things, man. I'm, I'm not kidding you. We've got a lot of great sponsors as well that our sponsors are talking about being able to really, you know, publicize even more about, you know, veteran suicide of how we can help. You know, it's not about just PTSD. Yeah. You know, you don't have to get a, you don't have to be labeled that and keep that. But veteran suicide itself, because ultimately, even if it's veteran suicide, we're still raising awareness about suicide itself, you right. know, and just that veteran culture and understanding some of the, the symptoms and other things that are going on, too. Because um, I think that if you focus on just the suicide itself, we mentioned this earlier, there's no way you could be there and really stop someone if they are committed 
to uh, you know to committing suicide. Correct. There's no way you can stop that. They really want to, uh, but understanding some of the symptoms, understanding those other factors, which all the things that you're doing focus on on every single one of those things. That's really where we're going to stop. We're going to stop it from the beginning when somebody needs a job before they start struggling with finances, right? Before they get into relationship issues, right? Um, transitioning. I honestly think it starts with transitioning. Transitioning and counseling. Counseling. Being able to deal with the shit that you had to deal with when you were active duty or whether you're a veteran now and being or able whatever, to have counseling services. Happened, yeah. So the, the, the point is to is, is raising awareness of the holistic, right, point of view of what veterans actually need and also understanding that not all veterans have post-traumatic stress like some we're people not believe. gonna all like go we're down all, to the strip club and like start shooting people well i mean i'm not gonna shoot people but i might you might catch me at the strip club occasionally there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that uh and i want people to purple stop, church <laughs> i want people to stop judging me for that anyway um you said something earlier that um i don't think is politically correct you said the word chick um, I don't know if uh, our listeners are going to appreciate that, so I would really appreciate it if you took that back. The chick? I'm just kidding. The chick? Uh, yeah, you said chick. I meant like the, the no. little chicken. No, no I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> our listeners don't care. Um, they're probably worse than that. Um, no, man, is there anything else that you want to share with us uh, before we, we take off? We went on. A while, man. Wow. But yeah. that's okay because we have some good stuff to share. Um, I'm very excited for this. I know that we're going to be doing some more shows as the as the event gets closer, as you have more raffles and more, more updates. Um, we'll also have updates on the, the pages, right? Oh, we've so, got some, we, like I said, we've got some awesome raffles, and we've got some awesome raffles from, like, some big companies, too. And not just for males, man. There's, some, there's stuff for females, too. Yeah, and I saw you actually asked, right? You said what I, – I saw a post that you said, what do men want? All right, guys, like, I know we're doing stuff for females. Oh, man, the guys were, like, all did, over what it. What were some of the things they said? Uh, Obviously, you got a rifle, which that's, that's awesome, I think – most men would agree with that. But what were some full of the Full AR-15, man. Yeah. You got a full AR-15. I mean, if I went into the gun store and I was like, I want a full AR-15, you know, and uh, there's some really great parts that are actually going into this AR-15. So definitely check out the page and you want to check out the scopes and what exactly is going into this. Uh, you're not going to regret it. And females, even if you just want to have one, just to be able to have it as a prop oh. for selfies, I mean, hell, why not, right? There's nothing wrong with that. You can make eggs with a... With a rifle, right? <laughs> I mean, you can stir it a little bit, right? So you can use it to make it. Maybe if you're maybe you're a little pissed <laughs> off, go in the middle of the desert like I did, and go and there shoot you up a, a, um, a you know a mounted deer head, you know, and just shoot the hell it up. So you know, we've got some great things, you know. But what I really need right now is I really need some female veterans, man. I need some female veterans that are that want to get involved, that want to be able to have a voice as well. You know, I, I care. I care about what you've gone through, combat and non-combat. I care, and that's why yeah. the, I'm doing a lot of this stuff because there's so many great avenues that we're going to, and and I'm so excited about it, you know, because I'm not doing this for myself. Like, yeah, I get to have the enjoyment of being able to take my bike out and have some, you know, but I'm also, you know, my muscles are going to be hurting. My body's going to be hurting. I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be exhausted. I'm, But I'm putting myself through all this because I know exactly what that other veteran was going through when they put that gun or they took a knife or they took the pills or they overdrank or they crashed their car whatever it may be, I'm putting myself through that, through that strain. So I really need some female veterans to be able to come and reach out to us too because I really want to know your guys' idea. Do you guys want some pampering days, like some spa days? Do you guys want some, you know, diamond watches? Do you want, you know, you know what I mean? Because guys... Thing, if, they're, if they're into weapons too. 
Oh yeah, I know. So I know a lot of chicks too, or females that have. So I know a lot of females, <laughs> and they have they have guns, and you know they're shooting pistols. You know, I've got I've got three pistols myself, but you know that's the thing. It, whatever you're into, I really got to know because. I'm not just doing this for the males. I'm doing this for the females. And there's so much more that we're building for, for helping of females too. And, uh, you know, I just really need to know, do you need a night out because you're a single mom and you don't have a night out to be able to sit there and be like, whew, I can decompress and I just want to lay in bed or I want to go to the movie or I want to go eat some popcorn or whatever. around people they trust, right? Uh, It's hard for females to trust people. But what I will say though. But if you build this community, Yes, if you and that's what it's I want. Gotta start somewhere, right? I, I want to be able to and to be able to help build the community so we can all come together and support each other in a very positive and great way. In order for you to succeed, you got to be able to pull the positive out of the negative, and whether it's multiple situations or just one situation, if it's a negative in that's in your life that's causing a problem for you emotionally and mentally and maybe even physically, you got to be able to pull the positive out of there. As much as it sucks, pull that positive out because that's the only way you're going to be able to start going forward. You know. So having some females being involved is, you know, is awesome. That's what I definitely want. Um, males, you guys, you guys had the voice opinion of like guns, right, guns, right, right. guns, guns, guns. So, <laughs> one quick question: What were some other things that men suggested? Uh, did any dudes ask for a kitchen set? No, just wondering. Just wondering. No, they did. They did ask though. It was odd. I did have uh, someone Snapchat one. me and ask me if I was raffling myself off. That's not happening. I'm not soliciting anyway. Yeah, it's on my it's on my Facebook, and yeah, I had like no. six other people comment too. Uh, guys, that's uh, that's illegal. Uh, that's <laughs> prostitution. That is not what this is about. Well, so. I say it's, it's on the lines of human uh, <laughs> human trafficking. Selling. Yes. So no, that 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 is not going to happen, guys. So stop being uh, douche canoes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was just wondering if anybody asked for some weird shit because I'm on, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I love cooking too. I, I wouldn't mind having some nice pans and go some, on the uh, post, dinner. go on the or, post, or, you know, or, or camping stuff, man. I would oh, love God, yeah, camping, camping. Here, man. Yeah. Um, anyways, just, just thoughts. I mean, I love guns too, obviously, but you know, you got to get something different. But the only way we're going to be able to really get this stuff going and being able to provide you guys with some free stuff, like I'm saying, like we've got the Snapchat giveaway, which is going to be opposite from the Facebook and the Instagram. So if we're able to sit there and be able to start getting um, more donations in and we go through the budget and say, you know what, we want to give away this $300, $300 tent that can fit 20 people in because you want to go out with your buddies and go and have a drinking yeah. fest. You know, we want to be able to get you guys involved. You know, if mom wants to sit there and have, you know, hey, you know, my opinion is I really want to have um, a babysitter for a full day. You know, we will work with services to be able to find a babysitter that, and we'll put it in part of our giveaway or our raffle. You're thinking. You know, we want you guys' opinion because – just because I can sit back and go, you know, I like this and I right. like this and I like this doesn't mean that not everybody not likes everybody. it, you know? So, beards. before we go, what, beards? Yeah. Some I, men, oh, because some men that can't grow a beard, you're going to have donate like I wish, them, I wish. Like, is that a thing now? Like, you know how... Uh, I, I, I don't know. But <laughs> Locks, uh, what is that called? Uh, locks for love. Locks for love or locks yeah. for love, whatever. <laughs> can we do something for men? Like, I mean, when, I got long hair. There, try to top it off. There's men that can't grow a beard to save their life. Um, let's do something for those guys. All right. Let's do something for them. Massage envy and have their face rubbed. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm saying get, 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 I don't know. Donate a, a 
like this operator's beard, and I'm going to donate this to the guys that can't grow a beard. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I don't uh, know. It's maybe a little wacky, but maybe. It would we'll be, be kind of funny because, you know, if it worked, it worked. Don't knock it, all right? Let's talk about it. <laughs> we'll work it out first, and then I guarantee you somebody out there is going to think that's genius, and then then who's going to be laughing? But we actually have bikers for beards. Um, what and is that? So bikers for beards, they're actually um, a company that supports our veterans. Uh, his, him and his wife and his company, what they do is they make oils for your beards. Oh, so and they make that, yeah. they make all these different things. for. And, like, I don't have a beard, man. Like, my face is pretty, you know, for the most part. You maybe know, a little I'm, tiny mustache, but. Hey, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> you'll grow a beard. So. Positive. So they make this stuff for your beards, and I know, and I've been seeing the population of the beard, you know, thing growing. I'm not so in tuned with Intuitive, that. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, it's just so much easier than shaving. Yeah, it's gross. It's you gross. <laughs> you shave for so long. Eventually, you just gotta. Plus, it's it's just it's it's a rite of passage, right? Uh, yeah. I want to be, be a Viking. I want to be a warrior, and, and having a beard makes me feel just manly. That's that's well. I'll tell you what. If you want to feel manly. <laughs> and you want to feel like a Viking, if you want to feel like a Viking and a true Viking, stay tuned and definitely follow because we've got some exciting well, things with that. There we go. Um, so before we go, tell everybody where they can reach you so they can go check out the raffles and, and sort of the females that want to connect with you and that you want to you know build this community together once again. Where can they find you? Find, me, find us on Facebook, and that is Female Veteran Fundraising Ride. On Instagram, female veteran underscore fundraising ride. Yeah, I know it's a long name, but we know that's our way to be able to sit there and be. That's where we're getting a lot of our promoters because they see the name and they want to be able to help out. So find us there, uh, and then even on there, we're going to have different updates, including where you can find us on Snapchat and be able to see some cool things, um, especially during bike nights out here in Arizona. You're going to see a lot of cool bikes and different cars and stuff like that. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, we got some exciting, fun. Ex- just freaking bomb things that are going to be happening that we're excited for. And, um, you know, we have a donation page that we're going to be setting up as well, uh, whether it's PayPal or through Facebook as well. Uh, and we also have the raffle that's going on that we're really, des- you know, we're really trying to be able to get the word out. So go ahead and it's $25 for one raffle. Uh, and we've got, you know, if you buy more than that, you always, get, there's always one or two that you get off. Um, and then at the same time, uh, you know, we have our, our giveaways. Uh, again, we've got the $300 diesel launch that is actually really, really pretty cool. But uh, we have that uh, right now, and that ends on November 22nd. Perfect. And everything else you can always find on the Fawn 360 page as well. And any of the links to any of this stuff, too, in case you didn't write it down or if you forgot it, we'll post it. We'll post it on uh, with the podcast when the show comes out. Uh, in the in the in the message in the comments areas, all that stuff, we'll post it everywhere. So there'll be no way if you're listening to this podcast that you won't have access to any of those links. So absolutely, make sure to stay tuned for that. Um, if we, you if you are a veteran-owned business or you're just trying to get yourself out there and get known and stuff, please definitely reach out to us too because we want to be able to help you as well and be able to promote what you're doing yeah. and help us with our cause of what our mission reach is. Reach out to Brianna. It's not Brianna. Just reach out to the page. <laughs> I've got that enough. Page or I've got oh, enough yeah, yeah, other sorry, messages sorry. that I got to filter through right that's now. Right, right, right. <laughs> Do not reach out to Brianna. Reach out to the page. Uh, listen, uh, before we go, um, thank you for 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 coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, thank you for sharing that message. Um, it was awesome meeting you. Uh, I do got to ask you this: What is your favorite military movie? 
My favorite military movie. Oh, God. Like, you don't know that one? It's Jarhead. Is it? Jarhead? Yeah, it's Jarhead. I don't know. It's, it'd be, you Marines, it's between Jarhead and uh, uh, what was the other one? The the, the one from the, uh, the original one, Platoon. No, not Platoon. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Full Metal Jacket. Full, Full Metal, Metal Jacket, Jacket. yeah. Love that I stuff. like Jarhead only because, you know, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. But at the same point in time, though, you know, as you know, I got a, older. He has a beard now, right? You know that, right? Yeah, I know. No, I'm just kidding. I don't but know. I'll keep looking at the I old pictures. <laughs> so. Listen, that, yeah, I, between Marines, it's either that or uh, Full Metal Jacket. Uh, mine, and I'm going to get people, I'm going to get them all their heads spinning on this one. All right? And you, I don't know. Are you going to uh, outdate yourself again? No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, this one's weird. But people aren't going to get it. They're not going to understand why. The newest Predator movie. That's it. That's not military. Have you seen it? No. But okay, then you don't know. Military. Listen, all right, you guys are going to want to fight me on this one. If you want to argue with me, find me on Fallen 360. I'll explain to you why. I'm actually writing an article on why that is the best military movie of all time, all right? Oh, of all time. It. You're Here not going to believe it. But go watch the movie, and maybe you'll understand it. But definitely after write this article uh, and blow your guys' minds. Uh, you'll understand why that's my favorite military movie of all time. I just saw it a couple of weeks ago or three weeks ago when it came out. Uh, Yeah, man, it is. If you haven't seen it, (laughs) go see it. I don't want to give you any spoilers, so I'm not going to talk about it. You have to go see it. Um, I'll wait till the article comes out to to, uh, uh, ruin the movie for you guys because (laughs) I'm going to be giving out all the details and all the secrets. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Anyways. Thank you so much for having me on here and helping me be able to support our mission here. You know, it's our mission, and we're going to accomplish it, you know. Yeah. So, for Brianna, Pickle Dill. No, just Dill Pickle. Oh, Dill Pickle, backwards. Uh, I give everybody a nickname before we end the show all the time. So, I'm Mario, outside the wire, Guire. You guys take care. Uh,